Welcome back, friends, to Hope is a Prayer Away. I am your host, Pastor JJ. And before we descend on our Bible study, I would like to remind you that all of my Bible studies are for free for you to download and copy. And all of my Bible studies come with no strings attached. You don't have to register, no email required, no subscription or thumbs up. And you will never have to pay a penny to be able to download and copy any Bible study on my website. The only reason that I created this podcast and the website is to connect you with Christ Jesus. And he paid the price for all of us. We do have a voluntary contact form. If you would like to receive my latest Bible study before it gets posted to our website. But it's 100% voluntary. And again... You don't have to sign up for it to be able to download and copy any of my Bible studies. Those Bible studies can be used for your personal devotional time, uh, for church Bible studies, home Bible studies, Bible sermons, Bible college, uh, and in seminary. As all of my studies come from my studies in Bible college and seminary, and we break down, uh, we break down the word in the Greek, the Hebrew, and the Aramaic. If you would like to view a sampling of the Bible studies that I've uh, been able to post so far, it's www.hopeisaprayerway.com. That's www.hopeisaprayerway.com. And in today's Bible topic, we're going to going we're going to address a very uh, a very tender subject that's called getting bullied daily. Children that are getting bullied daily in schools. And um, with that, let us begin by identifying the types of bullying. So we find that there are three types of bullying. Number one, verbal bullying is saying or writing mean things. Verbal, verbal bullying also includes teasing, name calling, inappropriate sexual comments, taunting, threatening to cause harm to someone. And then we have social bullying, sometimes referred to as relational bullying. It involves hurting someone's reputation or relationships. Social bullying includes leaving someone out on purpose, telling other children not to be friends with someone, spreading rumors about someone, embarrassing someone in public, And then we get into the physical bullying involving hurting a person's body or possessions. Physical bullying also includes hitting, kicking, pinching, spitting, tripping, pushing, taking or breaking someone's things, making mean or rude hand gestures. So we want to get into, after we've heard all of these incidents that have happened in different schools, And I have a family member that um, unfortunately has a very good friend who lost a child in one of those massive school shootings. And I'm not going to name the school or the person out of respect for that grieving family. And this happened several years ago. So let's see if we can prevent this bullying from happening. Let us all take a part and see what each of us can do to help parents 
school staff and other caring adults have a role to play in preventing bullying. They they can help kids understand bullying, talking about what bullying is and how to stand up to it safely, tell kids bullying is unacceptable, make sure kids know how to get help, keeping the lines of communication open. That is very important that you do that with your child. Checking in with kids often. Listen to them. Also, know their friends. Ask about school and understand their concerns. Encourage kids to do what they love. Special activities, interests, and hobbies can boost confidence. Help kids make friends and protect them from bullying behavior. Model how to treat others with kindness and respect. Remember, our kids learn from us. So let's try to be maybe just a little bit more aware uh, of how we treat people. When we go to restaurants, I usually, I've always done it. I've always, uh, hello so-and-so, may I please have a cup of coffee? And I always use the words please and thank you. And I think they go a long way. And I try to respect everyone. Even if they curse at me or whatever, I just... I never respond with a curse. I just move on. So let's help, let's help our kids understand bullying. Kids know. Kids who know what bullying is, is can better identify it. They can talk about it if it happens to them or others. Kids need to know ways to safely stand up to bullying, and how to get help. Encourage your kids to speak to a trusted adult if they are bullied or see others being bullied. And that's a key because, you know, sometimes, yeah, the bullying may not be affecting your your child, but it's affecting someone else. And there comes the possibility for repercussions and may include your child who has nothing to do with it. So if we report it uh, to the school staff, and or to a teacher or somebody that they trust, even to you, uh, please follow up. Make sure that you address it, and uh, and get the person's name you're speaking to. Tell the 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 guidance school counselor of your school of the school what's going on, what your child saw, and get involved. Uh, talk about how to stand up to kids who bully. Give tips. Like using humor and saying stop directly and confidently. Talk about what to do if those actions don't work, like walking away. Talk about strategies for for staying safe, such as staying near adults or groups of other kids. Urge them to help kids who are bullied showing kindness or getting help for them. Now then we want to talk a little bit also about what is cyberbullying, how to prevent cyberbullying, and we need to be more aware of what our kids are doing online. A child may be involved in cyberbullying in several ways. A child can be bullied by others or witness bullying. Parents, teachers, and other adults may not be aware of all of the digital media, and apps that a child is using. The more digital platforms that a child uses, the more opportunities there are for being exposed to potential cyberbullying. 
What are some of the signs a child is being cyberbullied or is cyberbullying others? Many of the warning signs that cyberbullying is occurring happen around a child's use of their device. Some of the warning signs that may be involved in cyberbullying are a notable increase or decreases in device use, including texting. A child exhibits emotional responses, laughter, anger, or upset to what is happening on their device. Try to pay attention and see if any of that is going on. A child hides their screen or device when others are near and avoids discussions about what they, what they are doing on their device. Social media accounts are shut down or new ones appear. A child starts to avoid social situations, even those that were enjoyed in the past. A child becomes withdrawn or depressed or loses interest in people and activities. Now, what can we do when cyberbullying happens? If you notice warning signs that a child may be involved in cyberbullying, take steps to investigate the child's digital behavior. Cyberbullying is a form of bullying and adults should take the same approach to address it. Support the child being bullied. Address the bullying behavior of a participant and show ch children that cyberbullying is taken seriously. Because cyberbullying happens online, responding to it requires different approaches. If you think that a child is involved in cyberbullying, there are several things that you can do. Number one, notice and recognize if there has been a change in their mood or behavior and explore what the cause might be. Number two, try to determine if these changes happen around a child's use of their digital devices. Number three, talk to them, ask questions to learn what is happening, how it started, and who is involved. And if we find that it is happening, we need to document the occurrences. Keep a record of what is happening and where. Take screenshots of harmful posts or content if possible. Most laws and policy note that bullying is a repeated behavior, so records help to document it. After you've documented, we need to report it. Most social media platforms and schools have clear policies and reporting processes. If a classmate is cyberbullying, report it to the school. You can also contact apps or social media platforms to report offensive content and have it removed. If a child has received, received physical threats, or if a potential crime or illegal behavior is occurring, immediately report it to the police. Don't wait. Don't think that it's going to go away. You call the police and tell them what you think is happening. The worst that they can tell you is, uh, sir or ma'am, at this point, you know, nothing's happened. Or they take immediate action, depending on the situation. Let us support our kids. Peers, mentors, and trusted adults can sometimes intervene publicly to positively influence a situation where negative or hurtful contents post about a child. Public inter intervention can include posting, 
positive comments about the person targeted with bullying to try to shift the conversation in a positive direction. It can also help to reach out to the child who is bullying and the target of the bullying to express your concerns. If possible, try to determine if more professional support is needed for those involved, such as speaking with a guidance counselor or a mental health professional. What steps can we take to prevent cyberbullying? It is important to be aware of common cyberbullying tactics so you can recognize cyberbullying and help prevent it. For example, some teachers restrict socializing by turning off the chat function in virtual learning environments. However, some students may use other digital communications like texting or social media to engage in conversations without the teacher's awareness. Parents, caregivers, and adults who are aware of the cyberbullying risks can take steps to prevent it during virtual learning. Have your child sit with a wall behind them or use a generic photo as, as a background image to limit what others can see of your home via the webcam. Some school may require that all students to use the same neutral background image. Have your child mute their microphones when they are not speaking and sit in a quiet place if possible so others cannot hear activities in your home. Check in with your child while they are attending school virtually to see if they are using other devices or apps during class. We can also limit the use of other devices and apps while in class to reduce the risk of cyberbullying. Role model appropriate video conferencing behavior and teach your child good digital citizenship skills. These are things that we can do to try to prevent uh, situations from manifesting and growing and sometimes they get out of control. Remember, if a student conducts any cyberbullying activity while using a school laptop, there may be a record of their cyberbullying activity. So now we have digital monitoring apps and software for parents. Parents who want to protect their children for cyber, from cyberbullying, harmful digital behavior, and exposure to adult content can use parental control and monitoring software to help them set up systems that are less invasive to their children. There are free software options and apps available to help parents restrict content, block domains, or view the children's online activities, including social media, without looking at their child's devices every day. Most of the free software options provide some features for free, but charge more for more robust insight. A parent should consider a child's age, device use, and digital behavior when selecting software, and what is suitable for a 10-year-old may not be useful for a teenager. We need to report cyberbullying. When cyberbullying happens, it is important to document and report the behavior so it can be addressed, and we need to take steps to to, to cease those actions immediately. Number one, 
Don't respond to and don't forward cyberbullying messages. Number two, keep evidence of cyberbullying. Number three, record the dates, times, and descriptions of instances when cyberbullying has occurred. Save and print screenshots, emails, and text messages. Use this evidence to report cyberbullying to, to web and cell phone service providers. We can also block the person who is cyberbullying. We can also report cyberbullying to online provider uh, services. So, cyberbullying cyber often violates the terms of service established by social media sites and internet service providers. Review their terms and conditions or rights and responsibility sections. These describe content that is or is not appropriate. Visit so social media safety centers to learn how to block users and change settings to control who can contact you. Report cyberbullying to the social media site so they can take actions against the user abusing the term terms of service. You can also, and, and you should immediately, report cyberbullying to law enforcement. When cyberbullying involves these activities, it is considered a crime and should be reported to law enforcement. Threats of violence, child pornography, or sending sexually explicit messages or photos, taking a photo or video of someone in a place he or she, he or she should, should expect privacy, stalking and hate crimes, some states consider other forms of cyberbullying criminals. Consult your state's laws and law enforcement for additional guidance. We should also report cyberbullying to schools. Cyberbullying can create a disruptive environment at school and is often related to in-person bullying. The school can use the information to help inform prevention, to help inform prevention and response strategies. In many states, schools are required to address cyberbullying in their anti-bullying policy. Some state laws also offer off-campus behavior that creates a, a hostile school environment. Getting bullied at school. This is very key and, and uh, it's, it's brought in a lot of, uh, of these mass shootings, unfortunately. In recent years... A significant amount of research has been done on bullying in school settings. Some starting bullying facts derived from this research include that more than 3.2 million students report being bullied each year. Roughly 160,000 students don't attend school each day due to bullying. They're scared of the, of the retaliation that they may suffer. One in four teachers don't see bullying as a problem. That's a problem. 90% of fourth through eighth graders report that they have been bullied. One in 20 students drop out of school due to being bullied. Physical bullying is the most prevalent in middle school. Students who are bullied often feel unsupported by adults and peers and tend to withdraw and become isolated. For some, the, for some, the bullying becomes so intolerable that they talk about it 
or attempt suicide, or unfortunately, they commit suicide. Others turn to violence to fight back. Bullying and school, sh and school shootings. Bullying has been tied to a number of school shootings in the United States, although this has been difficult to corroborate. According to Izzy Coleman, a nationally certified school psychologist, school shooters don't commit mass shootings to bully people. They commit them because they feel victimized and they want to seek revenge or right a wrong. So remember early in the podcast when I said, you know, if, you're, if your child sees someone else getting bullied, um, that they should bring it to the attention of a responsible adult. Uh, at, if they're at school, to try to find their teacher or a counselor or, or someone else and tell them, hey, I believe that so-and-so is getting bullied and he's getting bullied every day by whoever's doing the bullying. We need to address this. Because what could happen is that the person that was getting bullied arms himself comes back to school and sometimes they even kill our, our children when it could have been prevented if we would have just notified the school of what was going on and you know you have to, we have, we all have to think every day when they go to school they're victims and they're victims of this bullying why do shootings occur now i have listed uh, on my website, uh, several graphs that it's too long to, to get into in this form. But like I said, you can go to my website and please download this uh, Getting Bullied Daily is a term uh, or is the name of the, of the Bible study. And I'm going to give you the first four reasons. Um, but there's many. There's many... Uh, many uh, percentages and different studies that I've posted. Number one, the first reason why kids say revenge is clearly the major reason for school shootings. 87% of the kids say they want to get back at those who have hurt them. 86% other kids pick on them and make fun of them or bully them. Number three, 62% of them say, they don't value life. And 61% say they have been the victims of physical abuse at home. So these are pretty good percentages. And, and the first and number three that don't value life is because they go to school. They get beaten up every day. They get chastised. They get ostracized. And it gets to the point where they have... They feel that their life has no value, that there's never going to be an end to the oppression and the abuse that they're going through. So it's important, please, let us all chip in. Let's do everything we humanly possibly can to stop kids getting abused. You know, um, for all of the groups of students getting back at those who hurt them, having other kids pick on them, make fun of them, or bullying them, not valuing life, and being a victim of abuse were consistently among the top five reasons. Regardless of the variables we were used to analyze the data, consistently ranked at the bottom 
among the reasons for being bored or being afraid for their own safety and being encouraged by others to shoot. If we look at a means of response, says to the students offered for each of the 16 reasons, we get a similar picture of the top four reasons. And number one, like we just covered, other kids pick on them. They make fun of them. They bully them. They humiliate them. They embarrass them in front of other people. And they and then the victim of the bullying wants to get back at the people who have hurt them, who have uh, destroyed their image, who have who have made fun of them. And and it gets to the point, like we said, and we just covered a little bit ago, that you know, it gets to a point where the, 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 the victim of bullying doesn't even value their life. Therefore, they have no, 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 no problems in grabbing a gun and going to school and shooting and shooting uh, and shooting up the school and shooting up the kids that, that were bullying them. And sometimes these, these children, in addition to being bullied at school, have also been a victim of physical abuse at home. Now, how should we respond to bullying? Let's stop bullying right on the spot. When adult responds quickly and consistently to bullying behavior, they send a message that it is not acceptable. And research shows that this can stop bullying behavior over time. There are some simple steps that adults can take to stop bullying on the spot and keep kids safe. What to do? Number one, intervene immediately. And it's okay to get another adult to help you. Separate the kids involved. Make sure everyone is safe. Meet an immediate meet any immediate medical or mental health needs. Stay calm. Reassure the kids involved, including bystanders. And model respect respectful behavior when you intervene. If a child it got cut up or if you see that there's a problem immediately call the police tell them what's going on tell them where you're at and give them as much information as you can now some common mistakes that we need to avoid is don't ignore it tell your children that if they see bullying in school to tell you to not be scared don't ignore it don't think kids can work it out without the help of an adult We've learned that's not so in some cases, in most cases. Don't immediately try to sort out all all of the facts. Don't force other kids to say publicly what they saw. Don't question the children involved in front of other kids. Don't talk to the kids involved together, only separately. Don't make the kids involved apologize or patch up relationships on the spot. What do we need to do? We need to call the police. We need to call the school administration if it happened in school and tell them what's going on so they can place, pay close attention to the parties involved and make sure that it just stays there. If you are the victim of bullying, I just want you to know that the Lord has something uh, that he wants you to hear. And also, if you are the parent who has lost a child because of a bully, 
Jesus wants to speak to you today. If we can, please, let's get our Bibles, please. Can we please go to Mark 10, verses 13 through 16, and I'm using the NIV version. The little children and Jesus. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. And he said to them, quote, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belong, belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. Matthew 21, verses 15 through 16 of the NIV version. But when the chief priests and teachers of the law saw the wonderful things that he had done, and the children shouting in the, the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. And Jesus said, yes. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants, you, Lord, have called forth your praise? And I'm going to close with the following verse. Matthew 18, verses 2 through 6 of the NIV. He called a little child to him and placed a child among them. And he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a, such child in my name welcomes me. And he's also admonishing us that anyone who causes a child to stumble, if in verse number six, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Luke 23 Verses 32 through 43 of the NIV. And it, I hope that as you're reading these verses, if you're being bullied because of your sexual orientation, if you're being bullied because of a race, or if you are the parent who has lost a child, draw strength from these verses. I want you to know what God is saying to you. Let us get back, please, to Luke 23. We're going to read verses 32 through 43 out of the NIV version. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there. Along with the criminals, one on the right, and the other one on the left, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. 
and they divided up his clothes by casting lots. They took what our Lord had left, and they divided his clothes by casting lots. My God. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, quote, He saved others. Let him save himself. If he's God's Messiah, the Chosen One, unquote. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourselves. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews, mocking him. And then one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Well, aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and save us. But the other criminal rebuked him. And he said, quote, unquote, Don't you fear God? He said, quote, unquote, Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what, what, what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. And then Jesus remembered, and then he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Friends, I pray that you would draw strength and comfort knowing that your loved ones are with Christ. And immediately, when their life was taken from this earth, they went to be with the Lord in paradise. Remember verse 43, it says, And Jesus answered him, and he says, Truly I tell you, today, not tomorrow, not in an hour, not next year, no, today, all of your children that day immediately went to be in the presence of the Lord. And I want you, I want you to draw strength and comfort that your loved ones are with Christ. And I want you to remember, you didn't say goodbye to your child. You just told your loved one, until we meet again, for one day we will all be reunited with our our past family members in heaven. We will be surrounded by God's grace, by his mercy. We'll be feasting at his table. And if anyone is in need of prayer, please reach out to me. You can stay anonymous. I can be reached at www.hopeisaprayerway.com and you can stay anonymous. That's www.hopeisaprayerway.com And again, I give you my word and 100% surety that you can stay anonymous. And let's pray together and let's take your needs before the Lord and let's get you peace. Let's get you instant peace. And I know that losing a child is very hard. I've been involved in many of those scenarios. And I know how painful it is. 
And like I said earlier in my broadcast, I have a family member who works with the school system and uh, her best friend and her mentor lost a child in one of these mass school shootings. And I know that they're still hurting. But have peace. Know that your child is with the Lord. I know that we miss them. But they couldn't be in better hands. Amen. I would like for you. That if you've never accepted Jesus. And you would like to be forgiven of all your sins. And spend eternity in his presence. I'm going to lead you in prayer. And if you would like to accept Jesus this day. Please follow along. Heavenly Father. I come before your throne. I ask you to please forgive all of my sins, Lord. And this day I make you my Lord and my Savior. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. And friends, let me tell you, if you, if you did say that prayer with me, I do believe that you are born again. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. And I'm going to close out with one of the best phrases or the best phrase I've ever heard from a minister. And it's the late Reverend John H. Osteen. And he would always close out his broadcasts by saying, keep Jesus first place in your life and he will take you places that you've never dreamed of. Wow, I believe that with all my heart. We will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. May God bless you and yours today and always. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you for sharing your time with me today.